0: Welcome back. In 2003, I had the opportunity to meet a wonderful man, Les Gillum, for a book that I was writing called Distinguished Oklahomans. And since that day, I've watched him perform in different venues and listened to what's going on in his life. And I wanted to take this opportunity to bring him on the Making It Happen show so that you could get to know him as well. Can I introduce to you Les Gillam?
1: Hi, Victoria. Thank you, Good Les. Good to see you, huh? Good to be here.
0: Would you take a time and sit down with sure, us for a little thank you bit? For having let's me. just find out a little bit more about the heart of Les Gillum. Okay. Les is, uh been, let's see, what'd you call it, designated?
1: Yes. The uh, Several years ago, the state legislature designated me as the official Oklahoma balladier.
0: Wow. Now, what does that mean exactly, balladier?
1: Well, the, the specific definition a ballad is a story song a song that tells a story okay and uh, back in the old days you know there were uh, minstrels and people who traveled around with their story songs uh, some happy most of them very sad but uh, called them balladeers and uh, today it has maybe a broader meaning Uh but uh, someone who sings uh, stories of interest primarily stories uh, songs that have a story in one way or another yeah
0: okay so how did why did they pick you I don't know. I mean, how did that... Well, I mean, I, not that you don't deserve it, but how? why did they...
1: Well, some of the legislature... I had entertained some of the legislative oh. legislative functions around uh, the state capitol. Okay. And and uh, they knew that I often sang and told about the state of Oklahoma and how proud I was to live here and some of the experiences and, and referring to a lot of the famous people that came from Oklahoma. <clears throat> so they, uh, they felt like it would be uh, appropriate to have someone designated as the official balladeer of the state of Oklahoma. So had
0: there never been one before? Wow. Only one. You are the first and the only one. First, only one. Well, that's an incredible honor, isn't it? (laughs) Thank you.
1: I'm I'm very proud of it. Well,
0: you know, I always, when I think of Les Gillum, Mm -hmm. I think of a gentleman. Mm -hmm. Thank you. So, you know, I mean, you just seem to be the epitome of that. And we haven't <laughs> known each other for that long. But I know that you came and, and you sang on stage, you know, with mm-hmm. us at the Brady at Theater the Brady in 2003. A great, great and time, yes. that was a wonderful time. And, and so can you take us back a little bit to maybe?
1: Yeah, because of the name of your show, I, I, I thought of an idea of, a, of an event that really happened in our lives that might be of interest to the people and to you. Okay. My father was killed in an automobile accident when I was seven months old.
0: Oh, my goodness.
1: It left mother with five children to raise. And it was during the Depression. And it was hard times. So she had to split up the family. So oh, my brother wow. and I and one of the sisters were sent up to her parents' family farm. and. Uh, and we grew up out there uh, for several years, and, and it, was, it was hard times. Now, we never went hungry, but sometimes in the dead of winter, rabbit and squirrel tasted pretty good. But <laughs> in about 1938, a fellow named Gene Autry bought the property just next to us. Wow. You know who Gene Autry was? I bought. know who it's Gene Autry is. a great Autry singing is. cowboy. He needed a place to raise his and keep his rodeo stock in the center of the country. So he bought this ranch next to ours. Our back fence was his back fence. Wow. And Mr. Autry used to come see us when I was a kid. And what a great thrill for a, for a kid to see the great Gene Autry uh, there in, uh, at our own home. Uh-huh. And so uh, he made it known that he would like to make cowboy movies there on his ranch on the southern slope of the Arbuckle Mountains in southern Oklahoma. And so they changed the name of the town, November 16th, 1941. They changed the name of the town from Berwin to Gene Autry, Oklahoma. Wow! And it's still that today. Well, so one um, of
0: these days, are they going to change it to Les Gillen? No,
1: I don't think they'll do that. But <laughs>
0: I mean, you're already the Oklahoma balladeer.
1: <laughs> but anyway, uh, and he would have. He had great plans, but a couple of things happened. World War II began, and he went into the military and had to sell his rodeo stock. And then when the war was over, he was the first major motion picture star to go into television. And so he sold the ranch and, and mm. did not make any movies there, but. The town's still there, and he used to buy our basketball uniforms and so forth and so on. supported us in that way. But I never thought that much about how fortunate I was to have that happen. As I I mentioned earlier, sometimes misfortune comes our way, but when we look back, it's a blessing in disguise. Because after I worked my way through college with a band, and then went to Dallas, was on the Big D Jamboree, and then rock and roll took over the show, well... Uh, Martha and I started having kids, and so I spent 38 years in the computer business.
0: Wow.
1: But when when I retired about uh, several years ago, through connections because of Gene Autry, uh, it has really paid off. Wow. I mean, it has really been beneficial to have known him and come from that town.
0: So you're saying you were playing music way before you ever started in the computers? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. yes, So there was a gap there. You played music and I had a
1: band, worked my way through college, went to Dallas, was on the Big D Jamboree several years. And uh, But then, uh, you know, we had to raise a family and make a living, and Martha taught school. And, right. But uh, when we both retired, we had the opportunity to start, you know, I found that people would really pay you to come and sing. To them, <laughs> so I thought that's a pretty good idea. So uh, we've been, I do about 100 shows a year, half for wow. about 15 years. I've recorded 14 albums. And uh, so it's been very uh, enjoyable uh, after finishing off my computer career, as it were, to be able to do what I really love to do.
0: Well, now you know there's a lot of people out here that love to play songs, mm-hmm. love to sing songs, mm-hmm. and play their guitar. And mm-hmm. but so you finished your whole career, and you get to step right into it. How does that right. happen?
1: Well, I don't know. Just the Lord's in our lives, I guess, and had a good plan for us, and so it's paid off.
0: Oh mm-hmm. wow! Yeah. So g- t- give me some highlights of your career since you've been the Oklahoma Balladier. Well, old I, I, let, Balladeer. Me, let me tell
1: you how <clears throat> significant Gene Autry was. Okay. To me. It was September 1955 in Stillwater, Oklahoma, Oklahoma Mayanium. Hi. After church one Sunday night, I dropped into the local campus drugstore there, and there sat my buddy Jack Holt from Norman and uh, two good-looking girls from Kansas. And he waved me over. I sat down, and he introduced me to these two girls from Kansas. Now. There happened to be a package of Wrigley's double mint chewing gum laying there on the counter. (laughs) Right, And I felt it was my duty, responsibility and obligation to tell these two Kansas girls the importance of Wrigley's double mint chewing gum because they had sponsored the radio show, the nationwide CBS radio show, for that singing cowboy Gene Autry for 15 years. Wow. And if they didn't know who he was, he was the man who made 93 motion pictures, 91 television shows, 635 recordings, had his own rodeo, traveled the world with it, uh, on the California Angels baseball team and I can imagine Martha sitting there thinking that poor soul needs somebody to take care of him <laughs> and as of uh, this last August she's been taking care of me for 52 years
0: 52 years so you wow. see how
1: important Jean Autry was <laughs> right, <That's>, <laughs> right. <laughs> thank you uh, and so then, having met Johnny Western, out who's in Wichita, who actually fronted Gene Autry's band. Wow. Uh, G, uh, Johnny Western's the one that wrote and recorded The Ballad of Paladin, the great TV show from years ago. I
0: remember that.
1: And then uh, I was privileged to go to California in, uh, in uh, 2007 to celebrate what would have been Gene Autry's 100th birthday. Wow. And be on television and radio and, and be a part of Mrs. Autry's uh, events that she had planned around his birthday. and. And so, so that's how important having met the man when I was a little kid, growing up on this uh, Depression area farm, that would pay off years later. Right. Isn't that amazing?
0: Right. it, yeah. it is. And you know, you mentioned Martha just a minute ago. Yeah. Your your yeah. wife. She travels with you everywhere you go. Oh yes,
1: she does. She to- publishes cookbooks. Uh, she taught uh, home economics for 24 years and and has published five cookbooks and, uh, and, and it was always with me And
0: I have had some of her food that she's oh, made out isn't of those she great? cookbooks yeah, yeah <laughs> she really
1: is. I'm her guinea pig yeah.
0: Well would you mind singing a couple of songs oh, for us be. I would love to hear you sing okay. You all are going to love this So let's break for a sponsor break and then we'll come back and hear a couple of songs from Les Gillam
1: Thank you very much Victoria it's uh, Real pleasure to be here with you. You asked me to sing this particular song first, but I want to tell a little something about the song before I sing it. It was written and recorded by an Oklahoma boy that we're very proud of. He was born in Norman, grew up in Oklahoma City, went to Northwest Class in high school, had a hard time deciding whether he wanted to be a professional golfer or musician. And I'm convinced he could have been successful at either. But now he makes his money with the music, but every, he raises hundreds of thousands of dollars every year for charity, playing golf or hosting golf tournaments. And they tell me that he is the one person in uh, country music who's won more awards than any other person or act in the history of country music. The Young man I'm talking about is Vince Gill. Vince wrote and recorded this song. Some say he wrote it about his brother, that's not true. Because here's how the story developed in the song. His friend Keith Whitley died at an early age. And Keith had recorded a song called I'm No Stranger to the Rain. In this first verse of this song that Vince wrote, you will hear words that he picked out of that Keith Whitley song. Then he put it away. And then when his brother passed away in Oklahoma City later, then that's when he pulled it out got with his producer, put it on on a recording and put it out to the public and it's become very successful and popular with a lot of people. Let's see if you like this song. I know your life
2: on earth was trouble Only you could know the pain You weren't afraid to face the devil we're no stranger to the rain Go rest high on that mountain Son, your work on earth is done Go to heaven a-shout Love for the Father and the Son Oh, how we cried the day you left us. Gathered round your grave to grieve. Wish I could see the angels' faces when they hear your sweet voice sing. Go rest high. heaven a shadow love for the father and the son love for the father and the
1: son thank you thank you very much uh Martha and I have been overseas five times, each time to the country of Austria. They really love American cowboy and country music over there. It's been a real pleasure. We've been there all seasons, all over the country. And uh, one of our trips took us to northwestern Austria to the town of Matthausen. Matthausen was the site of the third largest Nazi concentration camp, and we toured that place. You know, it was ugly, the things that happened back during World War II. But there was an upside to that experience because when we walked up to that gray stone wall, carved in that wall was a tribute to the American soldiers that freed those people. And inside in the museum, there were photos of people skin and bones reaching up in thankfulness and admiration to our soldier boys on those tanks that broke down those big gates. It made us proud to be Americans, but yet it humbled us at the same time. When you and I stop and think about the blessings... That we have known living in this country during this time period. A country of of great freedom and great blessings from God. So I wrote a song that uh, I tried to express how I feel about that subject, and I want to share it with you now.
2: Morning news would have us think that our great country's on the brink. Giving up and going to the dogs I will admit there are some things That certainly we need to change Like crime and national debt And freeway smoke And I don't want to put you down Because you seem to wear a frown Talk about the problems that we face But could we pause and look around At all the good things that abound This great land we call the USA Let's talk about what's right with america land of the brave and the free let's talk about what's right with america she'll always be home sweet home to me our farms are still the best on earth and you can't calculate the worth of our inventions used around the world And
1: our armed forces strong and right Will help our nation sleep
2: tonight Best of all, we've got the prettiest girls Let's talk about what's right with America Land of the brave and the free Let's talk about what's right with America She'll always be home sweet home to me And when we pause and look around Throughout the country and the towns The thing that sets America apart it's caring for our fellow man it's reaching out a helping hand something that we call american heart let's talk about what's right with america land of the brave and the free let's talk about what's right with america she'll always be home sweet home to me and she's still the land of opportunity the greatest land in all of history Thank
0: you. Welcome back. I hope you had the opportunity to hear Les Gillum sing a couple of his songs. The last song he sang was, What's Right with America? And I'd like to talk about that just a little bit, uh, Les. I mean, you know, we were talking to someone the other day and I thought, how was it that we got from one day where everything's okay, Mm -hmm. you know, and the next day everything's going bad. So is it really the truth?
1: Now, you know, there's uh, obstacles uh, in life uh, as well as in our nation, and there's challenges and, and hard times. But having lived, uh, you know, growing up in the Depression, World War II, and then seeing uh, things uh, both good and bad that happened, uh, American people are strong and resilient. Right. And if we pull together, uh, you know, we're, there's, there's better days ahead. And uh, we've just got to look at the positive side. I, I think sometimes uh, what they call news is is mostly negative, wouldn't you think? I and, agree. Uh, they don't praise somebody that's done some good deed, and uh, there's so much good going on. Right. That we sometimes miss that because we we think what the news presents to us is is the rep- represents what life is like, but that's not true. Right. I mean, there are so many great people and great deeds being done every day, and. Uh, uh, We'll come out of this thing. We're having a little difficulty right now, but uh, but I'm convinced there's better days ahead for our country.
0: I agree. Yeah, I agree. So. Well, God's got a plan. That's right. You know, mm-hmm. uh, you you sing incredibly. Isn't there a saying about softer than butter or uh, the cream of the crop? Cream or, of the crop. Well, or, I mean, I heard that. you know, you yeah. just you just <laughs> you just sing like it comes so natural. Well, it to is. It's,
1: it is. It's natural. It's easy. Uh, my mother played the piano in the church, her sisters sang, and uh, oh, you know, really? grew up around music. And, uh, and we've been fortunate to have been around a lot of good musicians and, and people that, I'll uh, uh, tell you a quick story. Okay. Uh, I was on the Big D Jamboree in Dallas. Sonny James was on our cast, and every weekend we'd have a special guest. One weekend it was Johnny Cash. In fact, he was there several oh, times. Wow. But one I was standing backstage uh, talking to Sonny James and Johnny Cash, and uh, and I thought, now I'm gonna get the latest scoop on their career, you know, their touring schedule, their next record. One of them said, "What are you driving? He said, driving Cadillac, "What are you driving? He said, driving Lincoln. He said, you pull a trailer? He said, oh, no. He said, those things have flats, you can't back them up. he said, well, how do you haul your stuff, your clothes and instruments? He said, well, I've got a car top unit. The other guy said, well, doesn't that hurt your gas mileage? And he said, probably not much more than that trailer. He said, well, what kind of gas mileage do you get? He told him, the other guy said, what do you get? And he told him, here were the two biggest stars in country music with sonny james young love and johnny cash i walked the line talking about gas mileage and gasoline was only 25 cents a gallon oh. <laughs> true story
0: i wonder what so, they'd say now <laughs> I,
1: I don't know but they're you know behind the scenes uh, they're worried about the expenses and how wow. they're going to, you know well, pay their bills
0: now like, i heard uh, jody miller told me that you're a business kind of guy so you you take care of the business well yes and, i
1: suppose so yes well we, we try to Got to make sure everything fits in the right place and get our bills paid and so forth but, uh, now a couple of things that i'd like to tell the folks if sure, i may. sure april 23rd 2009 uh, my band and i will be doing a concert in Ponca city oklahoma at the historic Ponkin theater oh wow uh for the lions club now what's uh, the
0: name of the band uh,
1: the silver lake band silver That's Lake my band right and, and then uh, we've got a lot of bookings all through the year we'll be back in branson in october Uh, We play in the fall. It'll be our 13th consecutive year to uh, to work at Silver Dollar City in Branson, Missouri. We'll be there for two weeks, uh, starting September 30th and then then, uh, through October 11th. So uh, check my website. It'll tell you where I'm going to be. Your website is lesgillam.com, right? Yes, it's L-E-S-G-I-L-L-I-A-M.com. And they'll find out more about me than they've ever wanted to know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the singing cowboy, is
1: that... Is I suppose that, a- that would be right. Uh, my band, uh, the steel guitar player, uh, Smiley Weaver, who discovered uh, Reba and uh, Susie. You're going to have Susie right. on your show in a couple of weeks. And Pake. He's, he's a western swing steel guitar player. And fiddle player is a country f- fiddler from eastern Oklahoma. The bass player is a bluegrass musician. My drummer has played pop music, and I'm oh, a cowboy wow. singer, so we, <laughs> we do it all. We sure
0: do. Now, didn't you say that you were down uh, in Guthrie one time, and uh, you and uh, Byron Berline?
1: Yes, I know Byron. He's to... a good friend. He's played on some of my recordings, uh, yeah. recording sessions, and we've done shows together. Sure have, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, anything else coming up in the future that we need to know about? But...
1: Oh, check my site website, because we're, we're booked at so many different things. But let me mention this. Okay. Uh, the last weekend of September in Gene Autry, Oklahoma, we will have our annual Cowboy Film and Music Festival. And it's, uh, it starts Wednesday through Sunday. It has a lot of Hollywood uh, actors from the really? old Cowboy TV and movies uh, show up there and sign autographs and have panel discussions, have music on two stages all day long for, for several days. My band and I will be the featured act on Saturday night show uh, in Gene Autry, Oklahoma. This will be, I think, our 17th year to have this annual oh Cowboy goodness. Film and Music Festival oh, in my hometown. Oh, we need to
0: be there. Oh, I wish you could now, where would you say this was going to be at?
1: In Gene Autry, Oklahoma. In Gene Autry. Mm-hmm. Southern Oklahoma, just uh, seven miles off I-35. Uh, oh, wow. In, uh, We invite you and all the folks to come see us in Gene Autry, Oklahoma. Well,
0: yeah, we need to do that. Well, you're an incredible man. I've enjoyed knowing (laughs) you these last several years. And and keep us updated on what's going on in in your life and everything. And, And thank you so much for coming. You know over several years now, I've I've interviewed distinguished individuals and written books about them and, you know, really trying to find out where I fit into this whole plan that God's got orchestrated for all of us. I really, truly believe that God does have a plan for each one of our lives. And, you know, sometimes things are hard and you don't know exactly where your life is going. And there's often times that you want to just give up and quit. You want to say, when, God, when? You know, why, God, why? And why are all these things happening to me that don't seem to be in your plan. But just like Les told us earlier, there are things that happen in your lives that you don't know that later in life they were really part of the plan that God had all along. So if you just won't give up, if you just won't lay back and not do anything, if you can just in your heart believe that God's got a plan, then He'll do it. He'll make it happen. Please come back and join us next week. I'm going to surprise you with who we've got on our show next week. And just remember, God's got a plan, and it's never too late to reclaim your self-image.